KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. Darren Aronofsky's Noah is a daring venture in mainstream entertainment, and it's pretty terrific for the most part, in spite of some problematic patches. The film is revisionist, heaven knows. We've never seen a Noah like the hero played so fiercely by Russell Crowe. But it's also visionist, an action spectacular with a provocative vision. The story of Noah's Ark is a vessel for lots more than animal husbandry in the face of apocalypse. This Noah is a hard case. He protects his wife and sons as best he can from the perils of a world that's fallen into chaos since the fall of man. And he's all right with building an ark that'll save innocent animals. When it comes to humanity, though, to the hordes of desperate humans struggling to save themselves from the flood, he draws the line ruthlessly. Saving the innocent means only saving the animals. Men, he says, are going to be punished for what they've done to this world. Noah is, in unminced words, a zealot and quite literally a creationist who won't swerve from what he believes he's been told. The movie may well be punished in some quarters for the darkness of its concept. It's already been ridiculed by Glenn Beck as pro-animal and strongly anti-human. The first comment is right on the money. This Noah is a deep-dyed conservationist, as any Noah would have to be when confronted by a mass extinction that he's been chosen to prevent. But Anti-human? That's a reductionist reading of a film willing and able to dramatize questions of good and evil that are fundamental to religious thought. The personification of evil in this extravagant morality play is Tubal Cain, a descendant of Cain, mankind's first murderer. He's played by Ray Winston, and he looms much larger and longer than you might suppose from what's already known of the plot. Noah isn't evil, though he's certainly pitiless, but he remains a soul in progress, and the film gambles on its star being able to preserve the hero's humanity without softening his fury. In doing just that, Russell Crowe achieves something close to an acting miracle. If only the special effects people had done as well with what the film calls the Watchers. They're grotesque versions of fallen angels, and they look like refugees from some hoary horror film. Getting this production to the screen must have been a monumentally difficult enterprise, and the strains sometimes show. Yet Noah combines audacity and intelligence with sumptuous spectacle, a brisk recap of the creation, a flower blooming magically from the desert floor, Noah's nightmares of drowning, his dream of submergence and oceans swirling with life, the vast rectangular ark turned into a zoo, and of course the climactic voyage on the highest of high seas. Noah can be silly or sublime, but it's never less than fascinating. I was on board from start to finish. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews. KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.